Welcome to the first No Happiness Big Minisode podcast. Um, as always, we are founded on the concept of bringing diverse voices to the hockey media table. I am one of your hosts, Carrie Ann Marie, or KM. I'm a Virgo, the head bitch in charge, a lover of red wine, shattered expectations, and yelling. And I am. And I'm your host tonight. I am bouncer of the podcast slash blog, connoisseur of whiskey, cigars, and hockey fights, GM of the Wichita Whirlwinds, six foot nine, and no affiliation with Ben Smith. All right. And as I mentioned, we are doing a little mini-sode. It's a very nice little short episode of hockey news. Just a few things that are happening or have happened in the hockey world. Um, and if you didn't know, the regular season will be starting today, but we'll have an actual full-length, long podcast coming at you very soon, but in the meantime, here are some fun new news happening in the world. What do you've got, Em? So, our American hockey legend, our new Patrick Kane, Jack hmm. Eichel, um, the Sabres agreed to terms with Jack on an eight-year extension with an AAV, aka average annual value of ten million dollars. So that's an eight-year deal for eighty million. Um, that's very nice. Yes, very very exciting. In comparison, if it provides any context, Oilers captain Connor McDavid. Um, just recently signed an eight-year, $100 million contract extension. And so that would have been around 12.5 AAV, so an average annual value of $12.5 million. So that's a lot of bank. That is a lot. That's a lot of money. Um, I know one has more than the other. But yes. personally, they're both a lot of money. Yes. Um, I would be perfectly happy with either of those. I think it's a pretty decent deal for um, Jack Eichel. And um, they're both very long deals as well. Yes. Yeah, an eight-year extension, both of them. They're making bank um, in areas that uh, I would not want to live in, so I, I think no. they should be paid that much, uh, yes. to be honest. It's funny, I saw a tweet that kind of mentioned, you know, that Jack Eichel had to talk to his doctors and his uh, medical staff before confirming that he could live that long in Buffalo. And I think that that's very true. You know, uh, that's Buffalo is a tough, I don't know if I could handle that. Exactly. So we have that uh, Jack Eichel looks to be staying with the Sabres for a decent amount of time, at least around a decade. Yeah. Um, they can, Big bank, not as much as Connor McDavid, but he hasn't played as well as Connor McDavid. So I don't think there would be reason to be making as much as he is. No, but they both have a nice long contracts, which is very interesting. They're both eight years. It's their key prime hockey playing years that they're, mm -hmm. and they're both pretty much the faces of their franchises of failing teams. So this will be an interesting, interesting two teams and rivalry because it's still a rivalry of course yeah 
um, over the next almost the full decade. Yeah, and it will be also interesting to see eventually what deal is offered to Austin Matthews because I think exactly. he's going to be, you know, the next big star who um, will have to make some deals with the Leafs and what that will look like. It will look more like the, you know, $10 million a year like Jack Eichel or more like 12.5 like Connor McDavid. It will be interesting to see and how that works with cap space and money and all that fun stuff. That's going to be a nice, fun, stressful time with all the yes. Leafs getting their new deals. But what I, something that I'm thinking of is this becoming a new trend, um, a new development for younger, talented players to sign long deals where they're going to be, um, at least hopefully, when you sign a long eight-year contract, you're not thinking of trading this player you're thinking of that's an investment that you want to keep for eight years um so is this a a turning point where they want to have nice long long uh contracts for people you know i think these individuals in particular i mean these are these individuals make their teams there's no mm-hmm. point in doing a shorter contract. Um, you know, some younger talented might not be proven. They might not want to do long, but that's not Jackal and Connor McDavid. I mean, they are the faces of the Sabres and the Oilers, and Austin Matthews will be the face of the Leafs if he is not already. Mm-hmm. So I think the only thing that would make sense would be a longer deal. Uh, I think a shorter deal would be insane to be honest i mean they want to keep them here they want to the point is to make money and these individuals are going to make them money that is very true because it is on one hand you have a few examples of the hockey organizations turning away from the hockey as a business and quick trades and just moving players around like chess pieces as Mm -hmm. they are in the big scheme of a business deal um and instead locking them down for long periods of time. But as we've seen recently, as the season is about to start, teams have had to like lock down their rosters, which means sending players to back to juniors or to the AHL or keep them on the team or whatever they want to do with players. And part of this also requires um, putting players on waivers or Mm -hmm. forcing players to clear waivers in order to be sent back down to the AHL. So one of the big news recently was that the Bruins had put Malcolm Subban, one of their young goalies who they spent, what, five years about? A decent Um, amount of time, yeah. It's been a long time invested in and trying to build him and um, turn him into a great goalie. And he was put on waivers and claimed by the Vegas Golden Knights, which is, yeah. I think, one, good. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the Bruins, but they know their GM had said that it was disappointing that he was claimed, and obviously they didn't want him to be. But if you're going to give him up, that's the option. If you're not going to appreciate him, hopefully he goes to a team that's going to appreciate him. And he can learn under uh, Fleury, which I think would be incredible. 
Well, it's very interesting just because of the amount of goalies. I mean, I, I feel like maybe this is just me, but I, I, I feel like the Vegas Golden Knights had a bunch of goalies. They may mm-hmm. have already moved them around. I know they have Flower and then Calvin Pickard, Packard. Um, so it's yes. interesting that they grabbed another one. But, I mean, he's young. He's talented, clearly, and he was on waivers. So I, I suppose why not? What they're doing is – they're you know building a some depth and it exactly. will be interesting think, to see yeah i think it's not a bad decision goalies are very important and mm-hmm. young goalies are especially if you didn't have spent all the money and time investing in developing this player and you can take him when he's right there and maybe use him for your AHL team maybe use him as a backup maybe throw him in the deep end and have him keep learning. I think that'll be really interesting because there are goalies are kind of important in the game. They are. Um, I feel like this season though, there was uh, just an influx of NHL goalies. They almost had too many going around. So it'll be interesting to see which ones really succeed this season, which ones come out and really kick some ass. Um, I know some Mm -hmm. other Players actually uh, survived being claimed. They were put on waivers, and they survived. Ben Smith, obviously uh, the most important one of those. He is safe, thank God. Of course he is. is. He's it's really terrifying. Um, Some other individuals are safe, Garrett Sparks and uh, some other Leafs players. And I know you have some flyers that survived as well. Yeah, Garrett Sparks. Um, is interesting. I mean, he's going to be, I was kind of hoping he would be one of the backups and would spend a decent time on the Leafs because I think he has good potential. Um, But he definitely showed how well he did in the AHL last season. I think Mm -hmm. he'll be doing well again there until he needs to get called up in case there's any, God forbid, injuries. Um, And yes, for the Flyers, Matt Reed um, he cleared waivers, so he's safe. He's in Allentown with the Phantoms. Um, so the Flyers usually do not keep an eighth defenseman. Um, that's a p- possibility that teams can do, but they generally only have seven defensemen. But Gosta Spare was injured in a preseason game, which it does not seem to be a very long injury or a serious injury, and it seems that he'll hopefully be back rather quickly hopefully within a month but it's still early so of course no one knows for sure so since one of their key key defensemen was injured they kept up other defensemen to take his place and they haven't put him on um, injured reserve so he's going to still be on the roster but once he's ready to play, they're most likely going to send another one of their younger um, D-men down and bring Matt Reed back up. I would would love if they put Andrew McDonald on waivers, but we don't believe that's ever going to happen. So R.I.P. my hopes and dreams. Yeah, uh, rest in peace. And speaking of injuries, uh, yes, the NHL has um, done the independent physicals of 
Lupul and Marian Hosa. And it looks like both um, are okay to be put on LTIR, long-term mm-hmm. injury reserve. They're both good to go. So Marian Hosa has um, that skin disorder, sort of issues with skin and um, hockey gear and sweat and I don't even know how to describe it. Not good, nor fun, and it sounds awful. It sounds like hellish, to be honest. Um, So the Blackhawks, I know um, they're not necessarily your favorite team, but they are going to be a player, I think, this year in the um, in the league, and that frees up a lot of space to make some movement, to make some um, trades, and I think it frees up about five point two five million for them to. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a downer. Um, and, of course, our Leaf, our um, very angry Leaf, who suggested that the Leafs were actually cheating because he failed the team's physical. Um, he also failed, um, unsurprisingly, because... What? Yeah, uh, so wow. unsurprisingly. Um, not that the Leafs don't cheat, but in this case, it seems like uh, the independent physical, he also he also failed. So, And there's rumors that it's been because of its back. Apparently, he had surgery um, when he played for the Anaheim Ducks, and it, it just hasn't really recovered. So he did not pass, so we will not be seeing him anytime soon. We'll see if he's put on LTIR, but um, I'm assuming so. It was interesting, too, because the league, you know, they they completed its own process, but the teams, actually, they, the clubs, I suppose, weren't required to release the information. Um, they hmm. could have just kept it to themselves, but yeah. we, we, we are in the know, so that's good. I think that everyone would have been like, oh, conspiracy theories, you know. I think would have been more reason. fun, maybe, though. Yeah, it would have been more fun, but I think it, that's probably a reason that we are in the know was because that there was some drama happening yeah. surrounding the idea of Lupul being injured or potentially ready to play again. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of needed to put it out there just to settle everything, and now everyone can move on with their lives. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was a really unfortunate thing I don't think he needed to make any of those comments. I get that sometimes in the moment you can type things on social media you regret, but I think it was I think it was unprofessional. I think it was inappropriate. Dude got hurt. It's part of hockey. It's nope. part of sports. It's extremely unfortunate, but it happened. Yeah. And you know, as much as we joke about safety protocol, they aren't going to put people who are not doing well who hopefully, who are very clearly injured, who have an injured back, they don't want to put those people on the ice, especially when they aren't that good. No offense. I think Um, there is a clear difference between there are plenty of players who are injured throughout the season and continue playing through injuries because they don't think it's that bad or they don't fully heal. And whatever reason, they play through some uncomfortable and unpleasant injuries and it's something else for a player who has been recovering in a long process of mm-hmm. physical rehabilitation, which is extremely frustrating and it's hard and it's long and it's grueling, especially when you're a professional athlete who's just trying to get back to a normal human being level mm-hmm. and you know your body can do things, 
but you can't get to that level again. Yep. But if he hasn't been playing properly, and if he's been through a long process and he's been watched about his health, then they're not going to throw him in and no. let him do that, especially because he's out of sh- shape for playing. Like he can be in shape for normal people. He can still have abs, but that doesn't mean he can play in a game at a very competitive speed. level. Yeah. Yes. Um, and he might have negative impacts for actually trying to play again. It's completely different than if you're already playing, have something happen and try to keep going through it or not fully allowing yourself to recover from a wrist or rib or ankle or whatever and being completely out of the game. Yep. So he is stuck on Robodes Island for the um, future. I'm guessing he will stay there. We will see. He becomes a free agent, I believe, at the end of this season. And, um, you know, it's it's unfortunate, but this is the ho- sport of hockey. It is the No Happiness League, and that is what it is. Mm-hmm. So any other news from you? I don't believe so. Okay. I believe our main news is that the regular season is starting up. We're going to have more suffering and frustrations, and I have my own frustrations with my teams, but that's for another time and another Beautiful. conversation. Yeah. So before we go, just want to let you guys know that we have some quizzes and articles on our website, on our WordPress, and some of those are which NHL captain is going to kill you in your sleep, and that is the sequel to What is Your Hockey Death Destiny? Of course, my favorite, Can You Recognize an Eggplant Better Than Johnny Hockey? And it's, a, artic- it's more intense than you would think. Yeah, it's, it's very difficult. Know your vegetables well. Study up. Um, it's, it's a hard one. And of course, um, eight hockey fights I will see this season, even if I have to recreate them in a simulated video game or incite them in real life. And, of course, stay tuned. You can find those and you can follow us on the No Happiness League blog, which is nohappinessleague.wordpress.com. You can follow our Tumblr, which is the same address, but at tumblr.com. And you can follow our Twitter, which is nohappinessleague, L-E-A-G. So hit all of those up. We'll be coming at you with some more content on both on the blog and on the podcast very soon. And you can follow me on Twitter at KMarieGM. And you can follow me at MCantRead. So E-M can't read. That's beautiful. We have some great conversations. All right. Farewell. Goodbye. We'll, you'll hear from us very soon.